Hello, Belinda. Hi, Omar. What is this week's theme? And flower. It's card number 31, the gardenia flower represented by gentleness. Mm, I love the smell of the gardenia. So before we drop into this theme and this plan, I just wanted to share a sweet story that we received over email this past week from someone that received the Gratitude Blooming card deck as a gift. And she says, I have used the cards and wanted to share this with one of my groups. So we had a thought-provoking evening of sharing a card we selected and talking about what it meant. It's the first time we've had a chance to gather in a meaningful way in person since the pandemic. Sometimes we know what things mean to us and wonder about their impact on others. This time of sharing was so spiritual and meaningful and an evening I think we will soon not forget. Mm, That is so beautiful. It's wonderful to receive these stories from the folks that are listening. And I think we have a ton of new listeners this week. Thanks to a shout out from Simon Sinek and the gratitude class that I'll be teaching soon with him. So we appreciate you joining. We're now on all continents. It's beautiful. We want to hear from you. You can always reach out to us at hello at gratitudeblooming.com. And we have a new gratitude hotline, 510-866-9648. Again, 510-866-9648. And so this week's theme is the gardenia and gentleness. What do we know about the gardenia, Belinda? Wow, there's so much. Uh, There's about 250 different kinds of gardenia plants. What? Can you believe that? And um, what's interesting about them is of of all of the plants in the deck, I think this is one of the few where it's only found in one color. Hmm. And that color is white. And so in many um, of the countries that it's native to in Asia, Because of the color, it symbolizes purity, hope, trust, renewal, new beginnings. The smell of the gardenia is what gets me every time. And I think there's just something about the scent that it just, I don't know what it is, but it's like whenever you're there, you're like, ah, there it is. But it's hard for me to recall. Like I can always picture it but the recalling of smell. And so it's always just fascinating to me how our senses, like some are easier to pull back and some are just harder. You just have to be present with it and receive it. Yeah. And what I love about this opportunity every week to really understand and learn from these plants is new discoveries. So I started doing some research around what is the healing property of gardenia because all I have known in the past is just, it smells amazing. It's in a lot of body lotions and aromatherapy. And one of the discoveries is all the different ways that the leaves, the fruit and the flower is used for healing. And so in Chinese medicine, it literally can calm irritability, improve digestion, treat infections, um, even improve your memory. And I found the Chinese uh, word for the fruit of the gardenia. And I realized that it's actually an herb that I've been taking with my acupuncturist. I love that how you described it. It sounds like the whole flower 
is used as plant medicine. And when you look at the sketch from the artist Arlene, who spent the 100 days illustrating 100 different plants, she actually includes both the petals, which there's just sort of the numerous number of petals, as well as the leaves behind it. And you're kind of looking down on top of it. So it's like sort of an aerial view down into it. So whether you have the card deck or not, you know, this flower really is just, it's a full flower. It's like, it's a big flower, but it's great to know that the artist captured the leaves given that they're actually helpful for plant medicine. And what's interesting about the perspective on this flower, the way Arlene illustrates it is the gardenia is actually like a shrub. So Hmm. she is capturing this one flower in the whole community of flowers in the shrub and, and really asks us to look, you know, with softness at the petals that are forming around this illustration. And, and for me, I can almost smell or see that fragrance coming out of the flower because it is just so focused on one gardenia flower. Uh, Yeah. I have to say there is something about just the pausing. I know we, the saying is normally pause to smell the roses, but I, I think it's just, it's the pausing. And when you smell something, it's like entering into you. And so it's in many ways you're, you begin to embody that scent. And when you embody something, and this is what's so powerful about the practice of gratitude as an emotion that we feel, it's not just in our heads, right? It's not just like a thought or an idea. It's something that we're like partaking in. And when we can partake in it, then we're sort of truly sort of appreciating it for what it is. So it was fascinating about the word gentleness. And I was like, well, do I really need to look up the word gentleness this week? Because it's kind of obvious it's in you know the prompt in terms of kindness, but the first thing that came up when I started researching it was that it's another way of saying inherited nature. And I really love that idea of that gentleness is this inherited nature, and, it, and particularly since we love to sort of draw this connection between nature and mindfulness and gratitude and just being present. And so when it, and this is again, why gratitude, it's something that's already within us. So we don't teach people how to practice gratitude because the gratitude's already there. We're just actually helping people find ways of being present to it and aware and to notice. And so then this is like an invitation to notice our nature. What is it that's already within us? And the etymology comes from Latin gentilis or of the same family or clan. And so we are of each other, right? We are of this family. And then when it started to sort of evolve from just sort of the language and the word, Aristotle uh, used it in a very technical way, which was as a virtue. And he was basically saying that it's like, how do we get away from being mean? How do we look at anger in particular as not being too quick to anger, which is he called a vice, but not being so detached that you're indifferent, right? And so gentleness was this way to sort of properly focus anger. And so gentleness was actually an embracing of anger, but in a way that it was appropriate. So that way it's really sort of, there's like something that's unjust. Well, yeah, you should be angry about that. 
But if it's a gent, if it's just a slight or something, then well, hey, how do I like let that go a bit? And then I came across this guy Bryant McGill, who is this author, and I loved how he defined it, which is that when you focus on your wants, you become sort of focused on this endless cycle of wants, and so to simply release that is when you invite gentleness. In some ways, gentleness is this inviting into our own inherited nature. Wow. You just captured so many layers to that word that I've never even thought of, but I can feel it. (laughs) I had no idea. I had no idea. So amazing. (laughs) Well, I think it would be fun to play this, the word game now where we really just see what comes up when we sit with this word and the flower and love for listeners to also participate in this because you all have your own experiences with the word gentleness and the plant gardenia as well. So we'll go back and forth five words, top of mind. So gentleness. Soft. Kindness. Delicate. Smelly. Bridge. Present. Beauty. Inherited. Sweet. Now. That was fun. And we invite you who are listening, and we'll just pause for a moment. What word comes up for you with either gentleness or gardenia? So now we'll jump into a little bit of where this illustration even came from. Uh, from the artist Arlene. Today, I'll tell the story of the gentleness card, featuring the gardenia. Like the rose, the gardenia is such a graceful flower. Somehow, with the gardenia, I also feel a strong geometric pattern in its petals. They almost seem to radiate out from their center like a spiral. I couldn't help but feel the gentleness of each of the petals as I made this drawing. At the time I made this drawing, I was recovering from a bad cold. There's really nothing worse than when your body weakens, even if it's temporary. The time you spend feeling sick and recovering is so draining. I think I even had to take a break from the 100-day project because I had no energy in me to work in any way. I made this drawing on my first day back into the studio. It was day 78 of my 100-day project, and it was hard to return, to sit in front of a blank sheet of paper and to try to start drawing again. I felt this urge to give up and not continue the project. It really felt like I had no energy left to go on. But somehow, I started outlining one gentle petal after another, radiating from the center and moving outward. And with each petal, I felt a gentleness radiating out from myself. And by the time I was done, I knew I could draw again, to live again for another day of this project and in my life as a whole. I guess the lesson for me here was that there is a power in gentleness and kindness whether it is directed toward yourself or others, I really believe one kind act after another 
has the power to replenish the energy we need to continue on with our lives and our work, to keep doing the work we must do, and to keep supporting others to do the work they must do too. I can totally feel her congestion. And it's in some ways to me ironic that the gardenia, which is so full of scent, was what she then ended up. And and when we and we've all been sick and we've had that congestion, and you're like, how do I even breathe normal again? And how do I smell again? And so and then when all of a sudden, you know, finally your sinuses clear out and you recover and just that first breath in and the ease of the breath in and just the smells that come. It's been kind of interesting wearing masks. Um, and and then all of a sudden you take the mask off and you're like, ooh, this, this wonderful smell. I've never thought of gentleness being the way that we bring ourselves back to life. And hearing her just tell her story of just being so depleted and and how the process of just sketching the spirals of the, these petals just brought her back to life again and reminded her of life. Yeah, it's that ease that we can so easily take for granted and forget. My wife, after listening to our last podcast, she actually said, gratitude is rooted in kindness. And I just, I I had this image of gratitude as like this plant and its roots sort of seeping into the soil of kindness. And so it was great that then this week's theme was gentleness and in fact, and grounded in kindness. And just what does that ease look like and mean? When we were working with our embodiment coach earlier this week, and he said to me, be present and move like hot knife through butter. It just, I really felt that. Like, what does it mean to move in the world like hot knife through butter? You're not forcing things. You're like, what is that? You know, you're not, the the knife is not relying on it just being sharp, right? It's like, no, let me sort of, and it's not trying to ask the, not asking the butter to be melted already, right? Like it's not asking the world to change. It's like, no, the world is what it is. What do I need to be to move with gentleness and kindness? You almost have to be that soft to fully receive it. Well, that's sort of the irony, right? It's a soft knife. <laughs> it's a hot knife, I guess. And maybe that's, you know, temperature and and senses and, and how do we sort of hold all of those things within us and that we can. Mm-hmm. What is this week's prompt? And how did the, where did the prompts come from? We hear the stories of Arlene and how she illustrated them. Where did the prompts come from? That's a good question, Omar. You're bringing me back in time to 2016 when I was just in awe of the artwork that Arlene had created. And we really wanted a way for gratitude to be practiced in in an interesting and fun and multidimensional way. And nature just has such a Um, beautiful perspective on life. And so when we were creating these prompts, we sat with the flower and we also sat with the word and 
and thought about, well, what would it look like to practice this in the form of gratitude, to really live this? And that's really how the process of the prompts came to be, was just brainstorming different ways that people could practice or contemplate the way that this could be in their lives. What I love about that is one of the things that is difficult about the practice of gratitude, and there's actually a term for this, it's called gratitude fatigue, is that when people like create lists or journal, they tend to just be grateful for the same things every day. And part of tapping into the power of gratitude is like getting into a level of specificity. And what specificity really does is it really just helps us embody the experience, right? Like it's like, oh, not just like, like the saying isn't like pause and look at the rose, right? No, the saying is pause and smell the roses because it's then the embodiment and the experience of it. And so the cards and the prompts, I would, I love what you've done is you've allowed us to sort of think about specificity in all these different ways. It, yeah, it brings me back to just even last week on Remembrance, how, you know, we had planned to talk about this theme, but then the minute that you brought in the story of your grandmother, it just took us on a very specific journey that we had not planned for. So it just really brings that to life for me, hearing that. Well, I was walking the my daughters to school today and I, I walk with my mom and as we were walking back she asked she's like what what were your memories of you know her mom my grandmother and you know I said look they were definitely mixed but as soon as she, I knew that she was no longer going to be with us all I could think were the positive experiences and and I think that's in some ways, right? Like we take for granted smell until we're congested and then it's not there. And we're like, oh my God, what would it be like to smell again, right? To just take in those aromas. And and that's again what gratitude helps us do is like, let's not wait till things are gone before we appreciate them. What can we do now? This is why it's like, it's an antidote. It allows us to really appreciate things today. So with this flower and gardenia and gentleness, what prompt were you inspired by in 2016? <laughs> Being kind to yourself and others can be a way to show gratitude. What, it, what would it look like to live with more gentleness? I think it would look like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> Just that Stopping ease. the smell of the gardenia for me. Mm. <laughs> There's something about us just being busy, right? Like that's part of what ends up happening. I think we've talked about this in a previous podcast where the term time in affluence, time affluence, right? Like we sort of often sort of think about time as money and we're sort of constantly sort of on the move of things. But what we thought about is time is gratitude. Time is pausing and time is appreciating and valuing the things that really make life life. The smells, the tastes, the sights, the sounds. You know, this morning we were working with healthcare workers and we pulled the sing card and it was the sound and the vibration and like hearing from one of the occupational therapists that sound the vibration of sound is actually healing unto itself and it was represented by the foxglove 
which is actually good for your heart and your this herb. And it's just pausing to appreciate these things that are right in front of us. And so this practice that we're going to do next, listening to these reflections from this prompt or this flower, from some of the gratitude circles that we hold, and our reflections are going to be around resonance. And the practice of resonance is just not adding, not subtracting, just affirming what is. That's all, you know, oftentimes that's all gratitude is, is just affirming what is. It's not making it more, it's not making it less. And so as Belinda and I practice this resonance, this mirroring, this is something that you can do any day that you're having a conversation with someone. Just no, don't need to fix, save, advise. Just be present and witnessing is enough. That's a really tough card right now. Um, oh, uh, one of my favorite poems is Do Not Go Gentle Under the Good Night by Dylan Thomas. And uh, my favorite part of it is old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And so for me, I feel, yes, there can be gentleness, but we also need to rage. And sometimes um, that can be hard and it can uh, be a fine line to walk. But I feel that with things going on, sometimes you do need to step up and be kind, but also remember that we can't go back and the fight still needs to go on. And I'm just feeling very heavy today with that. It's been a long year and it's just so heavy for me today. So I just wanted to share that thought in terms of that gentleness card. So thank you. Gentleness into the night. Rage. The fine line. Be kind feeling heavy the fight must go on I'm beaming because I need this as a reminder Uh, for those of you who know me I tend to have a Tasmanian devil bam bam energy to me a whirling dervish that is like a hummingbird and so through gratitude blooming through the beautiful Hestia community up in Mount Shasta and in the Bay Area and beyond I have been able to embrace gentleness and through embracing gentleness and slowing down and being patient and softening and becoming more tender, I've come to appreciate my Tasmanian devil whirling dervish hummingbirdness and also feel like been able to infuse that energy with a lot more grace, a lot more vulnerability, a lot more wholeness. And really tapping more into my power and being able to take that energy and to have it be focused and directed to make a greater impact for a greater society and also for myself. And yeah, just feeling super appreciative for listening to my little voice inside that was like, pick number one. (laughs) And yeah, yeah feeling very, very appreciative of this circle and for the reminder of gentleness and also to take a moment 
to celebrate all the growth that has come into my life and showing gratitude to community members, many of you in this room, to help me embrace gentleness and softness. So thank you. Thank you for the cosmic reminder. <laughs> softness. Hummingbird. Whirling dervish. Embrace. Infused. Wholeness and grace. Cosmic reminder. Just now that we, I'm looking more at the card in detail and thinking about how fragrant a gardenia is and how um, it's like a soft um, fragrant and it's really, it, it just exudes, you know, sweetness to me. Um, so when you think of being kind to yourself, when you know how to genuinely love yourself and embrace your flaws and everything about you, it's easier to show that kindness and gratitude for someone else because you can appreciate yourself. And so it allows you to appreciate someone else um, a lot easier. And I don't know, it's just, you know, I just think of the sweetness and, you know, being kind to others, um, being kind to yourself. And it falls onto that sweetness, that nectar falls along the way onto someone else. Goes a long way. <laughs> sweetness exudes kindness to self and others, flaws, fragrance, nectar. We'll now get to hear a journal entry. The gardenia gentleness is a beautiful spiral. I'm trying to think of myself on that spiral and feeling agency of where I am on the spiral of time. And not that the spiral of time happens to me. And the gentleness is part of that to help myself let go and use the saying, go slow to go fast, where appropriate. Go slow. Go fast. Spiral. So this week as we think about the gardenia and gentleness and all that we've learned about the origins, the inherited nature, the medicinal qualities, what practice do you have for us, Belinda? So I'll introduce this practice just with a little story. So um, Omar and I recently have been talking to more people who are using the card deck or have just recently heard about it because we really want to understand what are the needs and how we can help with gratitude. And one of the things that was most striking for me, and I could totally resonate with this, is how everyone in this modern day world struggles with busyness and distraction. And especially around this time of year where we're, you know, we've got a couple more months left of 2021. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone's spiral of life feels like it's moving much faster and it's harder to feel peace and, and present. And so um, I feel like this theme of gentleness right now, this time of year is so appropriate. 
So for this practice, we're going to be practicing softness. So we're going to practice softening with our breath. And first, I want you to just notice how stress feels and lives in your body. So for me, I feel it in the form of tightness and contraction in my jaw and in my belly. So just notice where in your body does that stress live and how does it feel? And anytime that tightness or that heaviness shows up throughout the week, I invite you to imagine the gardenia flower taking a deep breath in, receiving that sweetness, and letting yourself exhale deeply. To soften in that stress, soften with your breath. Just let that be the way that you be kind to yourself, be gentle to yourself during this time. I don't want to leave that place. What a beautiful practice. Thank you, Belinda, for inviting that into our lives this week. We invite our growing community to reach out to us. What are you grateful for? If you pause this week, do you feel a little bit of more ease in your life? Or if there's someone that you're grateful for that gives you ease, someone who you appreciate, and shows you what gentleness and kindness looks like. We'd love to hear and share your story. You can reach out to us at hello at gratitudeblooming.com or leave a voice message or a text message on our new gratitude hotline at 510-866-9648. Again, 510-866-9648. We look forward to practicing gentleness and gratitude with you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.